Hey, we got a live stream. All right. Uh, it's been a little bit. You know, we've been traveling. All right. So we have a live stream now, and we will probably not be back until two weeks from now. Oh well, uh, hopefully not two weeks. What? But you know, we're still we still got a lot to do. Yeah. So we have this is more stuff to do. Yeah. So this is our summer of. Our, our, our summer of, of fan expo. So we just returned from Boston. Boston was great. Wonderful Tomorrow time. we leave for Chicago. Yeah, and we're leaving for Chicago. Tomorrow we'll be there for the entire weekend. That's a four-day conference, you know, convention. So, yeah, we're going to be and there. And yeah. here's the good part. We get to have deep dish pizza. Oh, I can't wait for that. Yeah. yeah, we have some in the fridge. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, we have a place around here oh. that actually serves that. It's really good. All right. So I, I, well, it's gone. It's gone. All right. Why don't we introduce ourselves in case people are seeing us for the very first time? This is Father Son Galaxy. I am Kerwin. And I'm a pizza. All right. And this is Keith. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we missed you. Um, uh, our panel for this past saturday at the boston uh, fan expo will be available when it becomes available of course we'll actually you know drop it on our youtube channel and you know we'll put it on our uh, our audio platform so you'll get to hear and see it but thank you so much for joining us uh, if you like us if you like this video if you're new we would love for you to subscribe we'll talk about our subscription you know, our race to 1,000 is still ongoing, believe it or not. It's still ongoing, <laughs> all right? We're so, still going. Yeah. So we've been, um, you know, covering the last few episodes about Ahsoka. It's Ahsoka month. August is Ahsoka month. It's coming in less than two weeks, right? So we've been doing some episodes leading up, you know, talking exactly about- Exactly two weeks. Yeah, right. Leading up to the, to the premiere on the 23rd, two-episode premiere. Um, so what we want to do, this is a little, we're veering off a little bit. It's still um, directly related to Ahsoka. Um, but it's not directly related to Ahsoka's show. Well, it could Like it's be. related to Ahsoka, but not to her show. Well, yeah. As far as we know at this point in yeah, time. Yeah, we'll explain it, right. So it, it could be, but, uh, you know, just uh, listen, follow, follow along, um, you know, you'll, you know, at the end, it's, you know, all makes sense. All right. So we are now going to talk about, there are three episodes that took place in season three of the Clone Wars, 15 right? to 17. Yes. So, uh, yes. And they're about the father, the son, and the daughter. Ironic okay? that there's three episodes and three deities. Yeah, exactly. So we want to talk about that. And we're going to explain to you why this is important, who they are, why they're important and how they could play a role in the Ahsoka series. All right, ready? So let's get it started. All right, so let's go back and talk about these three episodes. So it starts off with uh, Anakin, Ahsoka, and Obi-Wan. They are going to a distress call somewhere in, in, in deep space, we don't know, but someone is, there's a cry for help. They're going to find out what's going on. And then they realize that they're actually been uh, summoned by some kind of powerful being and had no idea what's going on. And you see this white light as if they're in a dream, you know, like what is going, you know, are they, is this happening? Is this for real? And they're taken in by this ship, whatever it is, this device in space, and they land on a planet. Now, they, I don't recall them ever mentioning the planet, the name of the planet, 
Um, but it is Mortis, right? And Mortis is it's a force planet. Like if you you know when they got off their ship and they walked around, you see rocks levitating. Um, you know, it looks like the Garden of Eden. I mean, it's a beautiful landscape. You know, it's weird. Yeah. For Garden of the Force, who are people who are very connected to life, there's no animals. Well, right. And Ahsoka may know to that. She knows that there are no animals, which is very interesting. Right? Yeah, that surprised yeah. me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No animal life. Um, so now when they're on this planet, they don't know what's going on, why they're there. Anakin hears a voice. Are you the one? Are you the one? Where's that voice coming from? Um, it turns out that there is this um, this woman that appears, you know, she seems like she's a, um, almost a, as a force ghost, you know, she's glowing, with colors. but right. But she's, you know, she represents the light side of the force. Okay. Um, and she is the daughter and she doesn't have a name. We just call her the daughter. Um, and come to realize that this planet is actually run by a family, right? Where the daughter represents the light side of the force the sun very evil represents the dark side of the force and their father fits right in the middle he is the one that's trying to bring a balance in the force he's keeping the peace between these two children exactly exactly so they are called the force wielders they're called the one uh the ones but that's who they are okay all right uh so let me just talk about what their, their powers, their force powers, what they can do. So uh, again, the daughter, you know, she's very light, uh, very calm and peaceful. She's very powerful. Um, you know, she can easily, you know, push, use a force push um, to, 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 to push you away. Uh, she can turn into a it's kind of like a, a flying bird, yeah, thingy. flying bird, like some kind of bird creature. Actually, her brother has the same skill as well that's something you know as far as i know but no the one father else does not right no one else who has the force can do that like turn into um these winged creatures but they can it's kind of like an uh, avatar yeah exactly so all right and then the sun again represents darkness i mean he you're we're gonna talk about him a little bit more he is pure evil i mean you know his sister said to to, to anakin that's his nature i mean he is meant to be evil. He is meant to represent the dark side, and he exactly does. And we'll talk about him a little bit more. But right now, let's get into talking about the father, okay? The reason why he's brought Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka to the planet is that he has heard a rumor, you know, through the grapevine, <laughs> that Anakin may be the chosen one. So he's asking the question directly to Anakin, are you the chosen one? And Anakin has no idea how to answer that question. Well, what does that mean? You know, why? What does it matter? Um, he wants he wants Anakin to replace him as the person who can balance the force. In other words, who can control his kids and also, um, you know, Anakin's bring the unpaid balance. babysitter. Yeah, right. If it be a babysitter to his, to his uh, uh, son and daughter and make sure to contain the balance right because if you have got to contain the little rascals right you don't want to have more of one or the other it has to be even even yeah. out, okay um perfectly so, balanced so what things should right be. so what the father does he gives Venice. he puts 
Call him Thanos. <laughs> oh, that, I just said that's a quote from Thanos. Perfectly oh. balanced as all things should be. That's Thanos. Oh, okay. All right. I overlooked that. I didn't hear that. All right. That's a that's a good one. That's a very good Bruh. one. All right. Sorry about that. I stepped over that. Okay. All right. So getting back to the dad, the father. Okay. So he wants to put Anakin to the test to see if he really is the chosen one. Now, of course, the chosen one, if you don't know what that means, that is something that uh, Qui-Gon Jinn has said about Anakin from the very beginning, back to the Phantom Menace, when he first met Anakin as a nine-year-old boy on Tatooine. He felt there was something special about this boy, like his midi-chloridian or midi uh, the mini count, the M count. Yeah, it's a word that they retcon that <laughs> most people don't use anymore. But his count, his his mid count was off the charts. Qui Gon has never seen this before. Yeah, Qui Gon so. had Qui Gon was absolutely shocked that his M count was so high. Like exactly, yeah, like high, high, very light, high, light, 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 light. Right. <laughs> that high, that high. So Qui Gon has said. From the very beginning, that this is the chosen one. This is the boy, Anakin Skywalker, who is going to bring balance to the Force. Okay, so the father must have heard the same thing from Qui Gon um, and wanted to test him. So what he did was, he actually well he used unfortunately Obi Wan and 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 Ahsoka, but sent his children after Obi Wan and Ahsoka, and then pit them against each other, put Anakin in the middle, and have Anakin save the life one, of one of them. Right? You, let's see how powerful you are. I want you to decide whose life you're going to save. Is it going to be your master or your Padawan? And here's something I noticed. Obi-Wan instantly says, save Ahsoka. But Ahsoka says nothing. I, well, I don't know if she said anything. She I think she says don't fighting with the she was fighting with the bird, but she's like, don't listen or something like that. So your point is that Ahsoka didn't say, No, save your master. Yeah. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> no, not me. I'm not worthy. Save Obi-Wan. Yeah, well. Yeah, because it's kind of like, you know, this 15-year-old yeah. is like, I don't want to die, man. Well, right. I, I think she said was uh, what she said to Anakin was, "Don't believe them. Don't do what they tell you to do, or whatever." So, um, well, so what does Anakin do? He saves them both. Mm. I mean, he uses his power. Yes, I mean, he is. Go ahead. It's like it's like Spider Man. Green Goblin grabbed a bus full of orphans and Mary Jane, and he's like, "You're at the pick of lives or die." So then Spider Man's like, point. "Nah, I'll just save them both." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which one you choose. Same thing happened in the Dark Knight. You know, there was a scene where um, Batman had to choose between saving a boat full of people or uh, people in a in a corporate building. But yeah, you know, this. I would have picked the boat hundreds of times over. Yeah, corporate execs are like cutthroat. It, it's so unfortunate that you know villains do that. They love to do that. They like to put these heroes in the middle, and they give they offer them the choice to save. One of their loved ones. Why would a hero put themselves in a situation to save one and not the other? I at think least none of them. So pulled, cruel. At least none of them had that Spock mentality. Like the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. Right. 
Right. They they were all like, I'll save everyone. Yeah. Why did they always have to make a choice? I, I just think that's just very... It's like these villains, they know it's cliche, especially exactly. if you're all in the same universe. Right. You know how cliche it is. Yeah. Yeah. So so this is what happens. So Anakin is in a position where he has to choose. All right. So we'll pick it up. We'll do some Q&A right now. So again, thank you so much for those who are here. Podcast of the Wills. Hey, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Alex is here. I wonder if father, son, and daughter were inspired by the Holy Trinity. I've heard about how different Star Wars ideas were inspired by history and religion. That's a very good point. You know, every time I'm, I'm hearing father, son, you know, I'm thinking the spirit, but it's not the spirit. It's father, so, son, and daughter. But, yeah, it could be some type of connection there with religion. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. And we have in Batman to choose between saving Harvey Dent. Yes, exactly. That's a very good point. Saving two of his loved ones. Ooh, that's such a great movie. Can I, be I know I know you haven't seen it, so I don't want to give away any spoilers, but that is a masterpiece of a film. The Dark Knight. All right. So go ahead. What are you gonna say? Okay, all right. So Dang it. let's move on. Wait, the Holy Trinity is George Lucas, Dave Filoni, and John Favreau. Okay. All right. There you go. That's, that's the Holy Trinity. There's the Holy Trinity. All right. We can come up with quite a few Holy Trinities. All right. So uh we'll keep going then. All right. Um, so what does Anakin do? He saves them both. He uses his powers. I mean, he is really reeling in the son and the daughter, and he's got them he's to a point. He's reeling them. Right. I, well, reeling them in. I mean, he really has control I over mean, them. He is Anakin so strong. Is like, he's strong in the force. And he gets them to quiet down and he tells them to kneel. You know, like you know he, he's like he's like the one babysitter that the kids don't like, but the parents love. That's right, like, exactly. Kneel. Right. They, you want someone who's going no to... snacks before bedtime. Exactly. You want them to take control of these kids when they get out of hand. And that's exactly what Anakin did. Um, so they're able to let go of uh, of Obi-Wan and Ahsoka, so they're fine. All right, so Anakin passes the test, right? So I guess he must be the chosen one, but Anakin says, okay. Well, so the father says, all right, clearly you are the chosen one, so what I want you to do, I need you to replace me. I need you to be the one to bring balance to the Force. I am old. I'm getting weaker. I can't do it anymore. And you know what Anakin says? Anakin says, I'm out of here. I, I have no interest. I don't know what you're talking about. Anakin just said bye. Yes. And the three of them get back to their ship. And if you think that's over with, no. No, because, you know, so, the son just leaps into their ship and kidnaps Ahsoka. Yes, right. Yeah. And he possesses Ahsoka. Yeah. Ooh, let's talk about the power of the son. All right. This. Same powers as the daughter, but like tuned to the dark side. Oh, you know, when I saw him, I listened to him speak. And I look, listen, and I look at what he can do. Palpatine was such a, a student of the dark side, right? That he studied. Honestly, Palpatine and the Sun yeah. seem to have the same abilities. Honestly. Right, exactly. Because Palpatine, Palpatine being marginally weaker, because you know the Sun is the embodiment of the dark side, yeah. and Palpatine is a descendant of the dark side. So you know. That's by default the sun is stronger. Yeah, because right. Because he has the power of every dark side user. And, 
channeled into him. Yeah, and we don't know the age of this family. So I immortal. mean, they could have been, right, exactly, it could be immortal. Um, they could have been around well, for thousands of years since the beginning of time. You know what? They have to be at least 25,000 years old. You know why I say that? Because the force was discovered 25,000 years ago. Well, that's There's true. There's supposed to be a movie to, about that. Yeah, right, right. We're going to hear about, you know, the, the the creation of the force or, you know, something like that. Who wielded the force the first time. But apparently, you know, this family has been around for a very long time. So, you know, this is just second nature. So just let's talk about some of the things that the son can do. So he's got the force lightning, just like Palpatine. Palpatine, like I said, he's a studier of the dark side. Um, he is manipulative. Um, he can get into a, your your, uh, your mind. So what he was doing with Anakin, actually with all three, um, is actually getting inside their head. Obi-Wan's the only one who didn't get possessed. Okay. All right. Let me go back and look at my notes. I thought Anakin also was actually impacted. but Well, Anakin and Ahsoka were. They were the ones who got possessed. Obi-Wan was just kind of caught. Okay. Now, oh, well, Obi-Wan did see a vision of Qui-Gon Jinn. Was that, or was it Anakin? That was, a, that was Anakin. Anakin. Okay. All right. Okay. So when Anakin, what the son was doing was trying to get inside his head and he came in the form of Shmi Skywalker. If you know who Shmi Skywalker is, that's Anakin's, mother. Anakin's mother. And we know what happened, the fate of Anakin's mom in, At this time uh, in Attack of the Clones, right? So he appears in the form of his mother, and you know, she's talking to him, trying to convince him to 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 go with the son and 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 learn you know, you know, learn your true fate. And Anakin realized, well, this is, you know, you're not real. You're dead, right? So that didn't work. So what he also did was he took the form, you know, got into Ahsoka's head and took the form of an older Ahsoka. Um, and apparently he's trying to convince her that your master is no good. He's not good for you. He's He doesn't care about you. You can do this on your own. You should leave him. So that's what she's seeing. The old Ahsoka looks exactly like the young Ahsoka, except with the longer head tails. Yeah, yeah, pretty much like how the Ahsoka looks in Rebels, right? Older Ahsoka. Except with the, uh, the, the red and yellow thingy. Okay, all right, all right. He has my head free. No, that's okay, all right, okay. Um, so let's keep going. Um, and then, so what the son does to get Anakin's attention is kidnap Ahsoka. He kidnaps Ahsoka, and he, no, you know, and look, and if you haven't seen this episode, it is very spooky. It is scary. It's almost like it, it's like an, a horror episode. Of, it wasn't scary. Yeah. Uh, well, depends on who's comical watching. comical to me. Okay. It, all right. Well, then, at points, at I, I, I thought there were some things, some scenes that are very. Yeah, but there were some scary things. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> right. There are some scary parts. So what he does is. He appears as this animal and he bites her, he infects her with the dark side. And I couldn't believe it. You know, all of a sudden now. I thought that Ahsoka, was kind of goofy. Okay. All right. Well, like, that's not how the dark side works. Emperor Palpatine can't just bite someone and be like, you are now part of the dark side. That's not how, that's not how the that's true. Works. It's not how it works. You know I'm going to pull up the, that's not how time travel works. But for Star Wars, that's not how the force works. Well, okay. You can't you can't bite someone to give them the dark side. But okay. But again, 
we don't know how long he's had these powers, so he is capable of doing much more than what we know about the dark side, right? So that's possible. So you're saying, you know, you can't in infect someone with the dark side. Okay, well, maybe he can. All right, and he does. Okay, and he does with Ahsoka. And now she is this evil Ahsoka. Can you imagine an evil Ahsoka? And now she wants to battle Anakin, and she is really daring Anakin to take her down, take her out. And, you know, they got the lightsabers out, and Anakin and Ahsoka are battling each other. Um, and see, Anakin, and Anakin is defensive. Yeah, right. He doesn't want to hurt he her. He doesn't actually attack. He waits for Ahsoka to attack and then blocks her attack. Right. And and then uh, and then Obi-Wan jumps into the fight. <coughs> and so now it's the three of them fighting each other, and the son is gleeful. Can you imagine? You know, that He's sounds just watching funny. it. He's just watching it. And doesn't that remind you of the Emperor watching yeah, father and son watching the two of them go at it to see who will prevail? And he's sitting back and he's laughing and he's eating his popcorn. I mean, that's exactly what the son was doing. He wanted them to just go after each other and, and probably kill each other. But then the father stepped in and said, no, I'm not having this. And he broke up the fight. And son got mad, and then he decided that he was going to um, uh, take out his dad. Now, going back. He failed. Yeah, well, I want to step back. The daughter understood how powerful her brother is, and she did ask, uh, she did offer Obi-Wan some help. So they went to a temple to find a, a dagger, right, a blade where they feel that whoever, well, what she says is whoever wields his blade can control the, can sun. Control the sun. So How she come gives, there's not one of those relics for the daughter as well, though? Because their powers are just as destructive if used wrong. Granted, the dark side is more evil, but yeah. if they're the embodiments of each side of the force, then shouldn't there be a relic to destroy each of them? That's a very good point. That's a good question. I don't have. How an come to there's that one. one for the sun and there's not one, one to for destroy the, the sun, but nothing to destroy tame or control or destroy the daughter. The father doesn't need one because he's neutral. He's the one who's keeping the balance. But like, I don't know. Um, I, I I can understand. You know, you don't want to be too good. You don't always want to do the right thing. It's boring. It's not. It's it's not truthful. You know, nobody's like, perfect. I, I get you, that there. You don't really want to kill a person for doing all good things right well, yeah i mean i get that like i'm not i'm not saying that's what's gonna happen i just feel like if it's perfectly balanced if there's a relic to destroy one there should be a relic to destroy both okay all right that's fair enough i'm not saying that they're ever gonna use it on the light side because somebody did something too good i'm just saying it makes sense for it to be balanced I hear you. Because the sun could have used that. I mean. Okay. No, I, I, I hear you. I get it. I, I, I agree with it. So now Obi-Wan has this dagger, and he is holding the dagger. He wants to give it to Anakin. Uh, Ahsoka swoops in and grabs the dagger um, and gives it to the sun. And the son now has a dagger. And you know what he does to reward Ahsoka for giving him the dagger? He kills her. Just takes her out. Yeah. I forgot Ooh. to say, this is a spoiler review, right? So uh, hopefully you've seen these episodes or, you know, 
you're not you don't you're, you don't mind us spoiling it but ahsoka is gone she's out all right so now the father comes in breaks everything up he's angry with his son the son is angry with the dad and he is ready to take that dagger and to stick it to uh to his father but then the daughter his 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 own sister comes in and puts takes herself the right in the middle and she shields her father from the blade and she takes the blade herself yeah and she is fallen brothers distraught you know like oh my god i can't believe what i did to my sister you know apparently the only person he really cares about is his sister he never want to harm I his mean, sister i I find it funny that you that you're willing to go to such extreme lengths to get rid of your father, but the moment that your sister gets hurt, you're like, ah! like I feel like I feel like you should have thought of that because if you know your sister, she's gonna protect her father. Sure. I mean, sure, yeah, right. I you know I I think um, yeah the son's reaction was so over. He was like over the top. Ah, why? And then ran off. <laughs> yeah, he was not happy. He was not happy. I'm All pretty right. sure the mic's clipped just now. Yes, we got to make sure not to clip the mic. Okay, Q and A. <gasps> All right, we have Alex. Wow, Ahsoka had so many deaths. In quotation marks. First, here the son. Later on in Rebels, though, I know the latter wasn't exactly a death. I get it. I don't exactly. know what that was. We don't know. I think they just left it vague. It really doesn't make sense because I don't know how the world between worlds work. Exactly. Like, if it works like time travel, if they bring Ahsoka from the past to the present, and there's a present Ahsoka who's also living in that timeline, that means there's two Ahsokas. True. So for this to work, Anakin would have had to have defeated her. Yeah. That, you know, time travel. But I, I find it amazing what? that Anakin would do that to, to his own Padawan. And he knew that was his Padawan. It's telling a good time travel story is so difficult. Endgame. Extremely difficult. Yeah. So. Endgame didn't make it complicated. What? No, they didn't. They didn't. But like I said, it's, it's very rare that you can tell it. Flash, good. actually. Like the, the Arrowverse Flash. Yeah. Because. The way time travel works there okay. is, I'm, I'm going to do this without spoilers. Yeah, we're not going to want to go too far out of our, our conversation here, but go ahead. If an event is changed in that timeline, all events all events following that event will also be changed. Like, if you have pasta at a restaurant that day, and you go back in time, and you get rid of the pasta, then you won't get pasta at that that version of you won't get pasta you'll get something else that like a hamburger and right. then you'll end up feeling full afterwards which sets up more chains of events because like maybe you forget to take out the trash and then the trash sits there and your parents get upset with you right yeah no that makes sense to me so yeah that's that how time works sense. okay however if you get the pasta you don't feel full you remember to take out the trash and you get to watch some tv I see. Okay. That makes perfect sense to me. Okay. All right. So, I mean, we could do another episode about how time travel works, how, when it works, what happens when it doesn't work, you know, but it's, it's yeah, the complicated. Yeah, the world between worlds was so complicated. Like, yeah. I'm getting a migraine thinking about this. And a funny thing, you mentioned that because that we're going to try to tackle that. 
What are we, Matt Pat? Yeah, we're going to talk about the, the world between worlds. All right, so let's get through this episode. All right, uh, let's get through these three episodes. All right, so Ahsoka's gone. The daughter is, you know, near death. So what happens? You know, Anakin is asking the father for help. Save Ahsoka, save my Padawan. Is there anything we could do for her? And they decide, okay, well, we're going to take what's left. Any life left? The life force of the daughter, the, which she agreed to, to yes. save Ahsoka. Right. So that Ahsoka could live. Exactly. So the life left uh, in the daughter was now given to Ahsoka. Ahsoka is resurrected. She's back. And the daughter is gone. Right? She's one with the force. Yeah, okay. see. Something you don't like about that? No, it's just that, like, each of these characters end up subsequently getting rid of each other. Uh huh. Like the son gets rid of the the son gets rid of the daughter, and then the father gets rid of the son. Virtually, of course, he weakens the son, and then the son ends up coercing his father. So, like, okay, you have something you want to say about that, or no? Okay, all right. Jumping forward a bit. Uh-huh. Did Anakin really have to do the sun like that? Well, okay, we didn't get He was to... gonna die anyway. I mean well, okay, well, that was okay. unnecessary. Well we'll get there. All right, that's 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 up next. Okay. So now father is burying his, his daughter, um, burying her with the blade, the same blade that was used to, you know, unfortunately to, to end her life, puts her in a tomb, locks the tomb. Okay, and now and does not do a very good job. And also, the crypt is literally above ground. You can you can just walk in. Yeah, well, that's, that's true. not that's not how gravestones work. Well, some crypts do. Like some people are not buried in the ground. They they're in a tomb. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but uh, usually that's underground. In ancient Egyptian periods. Indiana Jones and Moon Knight taught me a lot. I see. Okay. All right. I I got it. All right. So now. Anakin wants to talk to the son. That's it. He says, okay, you know, something's got to go down. We got to do something with the son. So Anakin personally meets the son in a place that looks very, very similar to Mustafar. All right. So it's a, it's a tunnel and, you know, they're just going down, down, down. You would expect with fire. You're going down, 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 you know, the symbolism of, you know, going all the way down um, to this, a place of fire and brimstone. This is where darkness lies. I, mean, I like this brimstone. Is, this is this is darkness right there. That's the fire. Well, and, in Minecraft, it's a it's called blackstone in Minecraft. Mm -hmm. It's a very good building material. If you if you combine it with deep slate bricks, there it is. You've hit the perfect gradient. Okay. All right. Throw in maybe a little bit of um. Maybe a little bit of polished basalt. Okay. All right. Let's keep moving. All right. So now, Anakin, he thinks that he's going to talk the, the son into. So what the son wants to do now, he actually wants to leave Mortis so that he can he just to, uh, spread, spread darkness. darkness all over the galaxy. So he decided to be political and spread his message across the galaxy right. and become the one supreme tyrant. Right. So he wants to take over their ship, Anakin's ship, so he can get on and then he can go anywhere he wants and, and just spread evil. Right. Well, Anakin says, no, that's not going to happen. 
but the son is so powerful that he actually was able to trans uh transform well what he did was he, he was showed able anakin to show, memories of his future he showed anakin his future and that scared mm. anakin right anakin saw palpatine as the emperor he saw padme screaming he, in pain yeah he, he saw, saw obi-wan yes saw, i love you like a young yes i you know you're my brother anakin you know the same thing that he said to him in mustafar at mustafar in revenge of the sith and then he's like ah the, the right. shadow of darth vader and the, and the and the the, 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 breathing, the breathing the breathing so he saw everything that took place he saw it so now he's possessed, right? So now he wants to do evil. He's working with the son. The father, once again, has to step in. And what he does is he helps Anakin remove all of what he's seen of the future. Unwillingly, of course. Yes. He just says, well, you know, don't worry about the future because you he's can like, change the future. Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Right. Get just, rid of these memories, That's you. right. So th those memories that you saw, they don't exist. Yeah. It didn't happen, okay? And so, you know what else? The father... In, in the funniest way possible, he reminds Anakin that there were memories that he willingly made Anakin forget. One of the things that happens in the Flash is one of the characters remembers something that happens to them in an alternate universe or in an alternate timeline of that same universe. So, what happens? Imagine, okay. Imagine yes. if Anakin had memories of his memories of memories. So what would that mean? So if if Anakin, if Anakin did see his future, what do you think? How would that impact him in the present? I don't know. He might have seen it again, and he might have been like, Oop. "Well, you know, you know, if it was me, if I saw my future and I didn't like what I saw." Me and the president will probably try to find a way to fix it so yeah. that it doesn't happen, right? See, I would. Here's the thing. Yeah. If I see my future and my future looks awful, I would not then want to make my future worse by joining the villain. I get it. That's a very good point. Right. So why did that happen? Because Excellent point. because plot development. <laughs> okay. Next slide. All right, Q and A. Let's go back to Q. So actually, so you're saying that uh, that was overlooked by the writers? Maybe they didn't. No, I just think that's not the logical reaction Anakin would have had. Anakin would have figured out a way to get out of there instead of just being like, "Will we make peace?" and then joining his side, like. I got you. Okay. All right. He wasn't even weakened. He was just like. Okay. Yeah, sure. All right. Do you want to read out? Like this was a typical Monday. All right, Alex. Wow, it definitely seems like there are a lot of biblical inspirations with the tomb and descent into fire and brimstone. Yes, I did see that. I absolutely did see I like that. Fire. You said that already. All right. So I don't... said I liked brimstone. Okay. All right. Fire and brimstone. Same thing. All I right. like them both. Great comparison with the Flash. Keith is solid analogy. All right. Very good. Have you seen it? And please don't give me spoilers. I'm on the. <laughs> I'm on the second Alex, episode. So let us know if you're a two. fan of, of the Flash, the Flash series. And which one? What do you mean by which one? Which Flash? All right, we're not comparing Flash. Will you leave Ezra Miller? Greg Gustin Solars. Okay, just leave Ezra Change Miller. Change my mind. Okay, all right. Now back to what we were talking about. We're talking about Star Wars, right? You find a way to bring up the Flash. Because <laughs> the Flash is good. This, the Arrowverse Flash is good. Yes, okay, all right. So, okay. So, 
father steps in and wipes Anakin's memory of the future because he doesn't want that to be a hindrance. Although you did make a good point, like maybe if Anakin remembered his his future, saw what, maybe he would have been able to change going exactly. to where he went. The father kind of messed himself up in that sense because it's like, if I knew that I was going to become evil and hurt everyone I cared yeah. about, I would have been like, listen, I, I, I can't, I can't do that. Right. Yeah. And now that I'm, I'm thinking about That's it more. A good what, what if? What if the father had some logic? It's like that smartest man alive gives away the only advantage the heroes have in this fight type story. Yeah. It's starting to make sense to me now what you're saying. So if the, the father could have just said, well, you're right. If Anakin saw his future and it looked that dark, why would you want to join someone who is going to continue on that path? Right, and even if he did, yeah, why would you want to wipe his memory? It'd be even more helpful for him to remember to, to know what he could because become. Because then, if he remembers what he be, what he right. was destined to become, yeah, okay, then he would understand what he needs to do to not become that. But let me let me let me throw out throw something else out in there out there. Maybe it's not meant for people to know what's going to happen in the future. All right. Because we, you know, if we know what's going to happen to us five, ten years from now, and it's not good, we're going to be paralyzed right now to say, oh my, you know, what am I going to do? I can't, what's going to happen in five years? I got to do something to prevent that from happening. And you're consumed about what's, about something that hasn't even taken place yet, rather than living in the moment. If you know something that's going to happen in five years, if it's catastrophic, you can prevent it. Like, maybe, maybe if you not. know, say, on a certain road, there's going to be a red light and your car is going to get stopped for two hours in traffic, yeah. you would be able to avoid that road. I feel like seeing you in the future would help you make better life decisions. Because if you can see five years into the future, you'd live a better life because you know exactly what you need to do to lead up to the right events. It's mm-hmm. like it's like this loot short that i saw yeah so basically this guy or a family guy actually okay so stewie and brian travel 30 seconds into the future and they and then they get ambushed by the the past versions of stewie and brian and then those stewies and brian's they're like well i guess we should hide now and they hide behind a bush for the next stewie and brian to come out and the same thing happens Okay, that's very interesting. I think so, that's a question for for the audience. So, would you want to know your future? No, I, I get but, it. You, you know, know, you have a very good point. Yeah, like they do exactly knew, what they needed to do to lead up to the next right. loop of events to happen. I get it. I get it. And I guess some people, well, it's a matter of choice. Some people would maybe want to know what's going to happen in the future, and some people don't want to know. I would too. Yeah, I'd be like, I'd be like, Doctor. Let us know what you think. Like, would you want to know your future? Would you? Not want to know what's going on. I am Nakamoto. Okay. All right. Let's go back to Q&A. We have Q&A. So Alex said, yes, he's seen the second season of The Flash. And yes, I like Grant Gustin Flash and the DC. You are, you're on the second last season of Flash? No, I think he said he's on the second season, right? He said second last season. Okay. All right. Uh, Dallas, thank you so much. The Mortis Story arc is like a movie and is one of my favorite episodes. It is. It's, it's, it's very, it's, it's compelling. You know, I, you know, it feels mythical and, 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 and mysterious and something out of Greek mythology. Um, yeah, and it, and, it, and it seems perfect for Star Wars. 
it's a Star Wars, it's Star Wars storytelling. It's not, you know, you know what I mean? It really fits into uh, the, the, the core of, you know, Star Wars being this fantasy. You know, even the part where, you know, we're talking about how the father, uh, the daughter and the son can just change into these winged creatures. We haven't seen that in live action, but at some point we will, you know. But I mean, that to me is kind of like a Game of Thrones type thing, you know, with dragons. But can you see that in live action in, in Star Wars one day? Yeah, I think we can. Yeah. All right. Okay. So let's, uh, so we have some, but if, what if we're avoiding one decision leads to a worse outcome? The butterfly effect can be unpredictable. Very interesting. Avoiding one decision leads to a worse outcome. Interesting. Do you, you get that? What do you think? You know how they say life finds a way? I think Martin Stein explained this, actually. Like, if you change one event, mm -hmm. maybe time will replace that event. It'll solve for that event in another way. Um, uh, Dr. Harrison Wells said the same thing. I'm just going to flash. You know what? Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to pull up uh, uh, another relevant reference. Marvel. Yeah. Dr. Strange, what if episode four... What if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? That's a good one. Because every time he kept trying to save Christine, something happened to her in some way or another. Like, even if he avoided the road he crashed on, he would crash on another road. Excellent Or point. if he decided to walk, she would have a heart attack. Or somebody would rob the building. Like, it doesn't matter what he did. It was a fixed point in time. Right. Right. That, the point where Doctor Strange then spiraled and destroyed his universe. That is an excellent point. That's reminds me of Miguel O'Hara. Actually, he did the same thing. Okay, like in his world, he decided to step in to raise his daughter, but he ended up destroying the entire world in the process. And in the Flash movie, right? Didn't the same thing Don't happen to the second Flash? Okay, we're not going to talk about the Flash. All right, anyway, but no, you have an excellent point about that Doctor Strange episode. You're like. No matter how you think you can control the outcome of yeah. something or someone, you can't because it's destined to happen. No matter how many times you try, and it was such a sad thing to see, you know, this loved one that, you know, Strange tried and tried and tried to, to keep this person alive. And it just, something just happens where she's not meant to be here on earth you know so and then the next better. episode we got mindless zombies and everything went back to gore yeah see the the issue with marvel zombies is the tone is off and these zombies are like walking dead zombie land type zombies you know like the brainless ones who go yeah those are the classic zombies like because yeah. <laughs> in the comics the zombies are less of an infection mm -hmm. and more of a virus okay. like because in the comics, all the characters, they keep their intellect, but they're zombies. Like, they can't control themselves. Mm -hmm. How does this tie into time travel? It, it doesn't. doesn't. Okay, all right. All right. We'll talk let's, more later. Yeah, we'll talk more later. Okay. Off the air. So let's finish up uh, this, this story arc. Okay. All right. So once again, you know, we said that the father wipes away Anakin's memory of the future. And now the, he's focused on what he needs to do to defeat the sun all right so they set him up they set up the sun okay father now his father he has to come down to father and son you know another example of a father and son story okay we're well, not crazy though <laughs> not not that kind of father and son story but you know a father and son story where they're confronting each other 
and they have to decide, okay, how this is going to go down. Are we both going to survive it or is, or, or is one of us going to lose their life? Okay. And it turns out that that is the case. So the father had to, um, unfortunately, take out his son. All right. Now we forgot and himself in the process. Well, right. We, we forgot the part about the blade because the blade is very important. So oh yeah, the son retrieved the blade from the daughter's right. crypt. Went into the crypt. Okay. All right. That was disrespectful. Very disrespectful of uh. You don't disturb the dead. Exactly. So what he did, he went in and took the blade away from the daughter, and closed up the tomb. So now what he. What's the purpose of that? He well, I think the blade is a is a symbolism of power. I don't you know, know what I'm now doing. realizing? What are you realizing? Maybe the blade doesn't just affect the son. Maybe it affects all of them. Because it affected the father. Maybe it affects the... Well, it also affected the daughter. I mean... Well, yeah. I uh, To be honest with you, I don't know. Well, it's supposed to control the, the, the son, but in either no case... No one whenever, really ever used it Well, the right. Son. Whenever they try to use it against the son, it didn't work. You know, somebody else ends up dying and not the son. I find it ironic that every time they try to use his blade on the son, somebody else dies to the same blade and it never touches the son. It never touches the son, right. So now the same thing happens. The father is really at his wits. He can't take it anymore. So he has to make sure that his son is destroyed. And what he does is he sacrifices his own life, right? He takes the blade. Yep. You see this like in... You know, it's like Shakespeare, you know, or, um, you, you see these, uh, you know, major characters, you know, doing the I ultimate like. sacrifice and he takes a blade and he, uh, see, that's why I don't like it. Shakespeare. Well, have you read enough Shakespeare? Yes. All right. So, and so he is gone. Um, you know, he is grab, wounded, grab blade, wounded. insert blade. Yes. Well, hey. and then, you know, son, literally the which end is of surprising. I mean, could you? Did you were you surprised with the son's reaction to his father? Yeah, he wanted she, his father dead. And you know all of a sudden funny? now the father the takes his whole life. Episodes, he's crying like a baby. Yeah, the, for the past two episodes, the son's entire mission was to kill the father. Right. He's like, I hate you. Yeah. Which is Sounds funny because like that's a line Anakin Sounds used like Anakin. on Obi-Wan. Exactly. And he's been trying to kill his father the entire time, but once the father ah. takes his own life, he's like, No, I don't I don't want you to die. Right. You know what else? You know what he says? He says, "Please don't die." Yeah. Then Anakin stabs him in the back. Uh, and then, uh, well, if you put it that way, okay, yeah, it, it it's yes. He did Anakin dirty. comes around. It's a, it's a <laughs> yes, it's a sneak attack. That wasn't necessary. The son was gonna die anyway because he lost his power from the father. Well, he was the one keeping the balance. I mean, that was that was unnecessary. That was uncalled for. Okay, so. I hear what you're saying. I understand. Maybe you thought Anakin might have um, taken it too far. I'm like, Anakin, yo. Right. Then again, this is the same man who in like two years, you know, slashes up a room full of children. So honestly, I'm surprised. Yeah. And not surprised. Well, you know, there was a scene. We didn't talk about it. Um, Yeah, Anakin's problematic. Qui-Gon appeared, right? Liam Neeson, the voice of Liam Neeson. And Qui-Gon is talking to Anakin, and Anakin asks the question, what should I do with the son? Should I kill him, or should I what should I keep him alive? What should I do? Um, and Qui-Gon says, well, you do neither. 
you find another solution. All right. Yes. And the, 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 that his solution was to kill the son. That's the that's the issue with these force goods. Yeah. I mean, can these they people don't, they don't literally not understand the meaning of a concise yeah. and precise just, answer? Just, like instead yes. of giving us vague little tidbits right. of what tell we're them trying exactly to get what at, you need them to do. you're literally a ghost. Yeah. You have nothing to lose. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not like anybody's gonna come after you. Yeah. Just be like, listen, Anakin, you got to get rid of the son, all right? And maybe the father in the process, you don't get rid of him yourself. He's going to do that for you, all right? right. Just do, do it. Instead of being like, choose what your heart desires. Yes. Do what your heart tells you to do. <laughs> type of thing. I can't do that. No, like just the most do, tell me life. what to do. I'm asking. That's why I'm asking. That's but, that's why that's why I would never rely on a force ghost. Well, because they, they, give, they, they beat around the bush. Just tell me. Not all you, of them. You literally have nothing to lose. Well, I'll tell you something. I think Obi-Wan was actually, he never missed words. You know, he, he told Luke straight out. You he told have Luke to face his father was your, dead, though. Well, I'm not. Okay. But when he finds out that Vader's his father and they're on Dagobah, what does uh, Obi-Wan say? You must face Darth Vader again. So you know what that means. You have to face him again. Now, did he say, now you have to kill him? No. Not necessarily, but he you knew. But Luke knew what that him. Luke knew what that meant. You had to face him, right? You, there's some. You have to do something. Okay. Anyway, uh, so I agree with you. They, you know, they force be ghost plus Yoda equals philosophical. Yeah. Like, right. Yes. You gotta be kidding. That combo is just Yoda was already vague. Yeah, he is, and still vague. He still is. Yeah. And then you make him a force ghost. So he's still vague. I mean, he showed up in The Last Jedi to just torch a building and be like, <laughs> okay. that and little goblin laugh and, and go away. Yoda never laughed like that. I don't know what they did to his laugh in The Last Jedi, but it didn't no, sound okay. right. Now we're at The Last Jedi. We're going to come right back to the Clone Wars. Here we go. So I want to talk about this. The final scene. Um, well, ne next to the final scene. The father says something that was very interesting. Uh, so I wrote it down. And he says to Anakin, you are the chosen one. You are brought balance to the world. Stay on this path and you will do it again for the galaxy. But beware your heart. Yeah, that wow. went that went straight to Anakin's head, you know. Beware two years heart. later, he really held that message near and dear. Yeah. Yeah. After so. he, you know, fought Obi-Wan, destroyed the Jedi Temple. Executed Order 66. Yeah, but even if you go beyond that, talk about his heart. Who had his heart? His wife. Robots. No, no, no. His heart. You know, Padme. He loved Padme, and he was always concerned about her in pain, right? He felt that, okay, well, something's going to happen to Padme. I don't want anything to happen. What can I do to save her? Remember, he went to Palpatine and, you know, tried to get some advice from Palpatine, went to the wrong person. Mm. And said, well, you know, if you, you know, hung out with the Sith, you'd be able to save your wife. You know, it's funny. You know? And, he you know, couldn't that was save his wife after Mustafar because yeah. he had no legs and had one arm. Yeah. And he was, um, he was the burning man. Okay. All right. So. He was, he was passing the torch. So now, why did we want to spend an episode talking about the father, the son, and the daughter? Okay. If you recall, now this is a spoiler. In Lothal, there is a mural. Mm -hmm. 
right? If you look at, go back to Star Wars Rebels, there's a mural of the father, the son, the daughter. What that mural represents is it's actually a doorway that if you can unlock it, it leads you to the world between worlds, right? And we know, (laughs) I'm not talking to you directly, I'm talking to everyone else, but we know that the world between worlds is very important, all right, for Soka and for Ezra. And we will talk about that in our next episode. We will go, we are going to cover whether Keith likes it or not. <laughs> because it's a very difficult topic to talk about. I mean, and, you know, again, you know, we were just talking about time travel. I know you're not a big fan. Because, like, again, some people get time travel right. Some people don't. Some story storytellers yeah. do get it right. Some don't. So see the only I issue... think there's some controversy between how the world between worlds. Excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Uh, how the world. That was between, close. Yeah. How the world between worlds was handled. You know, some yeah. some fans like it. Some fans don't. Here's but we're going to talk about it. with Ed Game style time yeah. travel. There was literally no need to make it a uh, uh, <laughs> excuse me a single a double or nothing kind of situation. Like, it's not like you had one shot for this. Because if you're going to go back in time, you could go back and grab pin particles to bring back with you to current time. What's your point? I think at some point Ant-Man said that they only had a limited reserve of pin particles. Yes. So they could only do this once. Yes. Why didn't they go back in time, grab more pin particles, and then save all the heroes who passed away? Or they could just go grab Black Widow before the time heist. They could grab Gamora from right before the Soul Stone, Vision, Quicksilver. You know, they could just grab all yeah. the characters who we lost and then bring them back because it wasn't difficult. If Captain America had enough time to go back in time for 70 years and somehow didn't mess up the cannon, I mean, it makes no sense that he's an old man by 2023 and he somehow still fought the endgame fight. All right. Well, this is new to me. You're going somewhere we've never talked about Okay. You know how Captain America went back to return the stones and he yes. went to go live his life with Peggy until 2016? I remember that, yeah. So if he's an old man by 2023, how did he participate in any of the fights from from 2011 up to 2023? How was that possible if the man was 120 and looked it? Well, did he change time when he went back to uh, put the stone back? Exactly. That's the issue. Well, that's the answer, right? So if you were to go and save other characters, it wouldn't impact the multiverse in the way that it did in in, in the way that it would with Endgame time. Like, okay. if you were to go save, you know, Black Widow, Gamora, Vision, and Quicksilver and stuff, and, and Bill Coulson, all right, you could bring them all back to present time. It would be inconsequential because all the events would still happen. And at least then we could get a Gamora who wasn't rude to literally everybody except for the last 20 minutes. Okay. And Uh, we could get a Scarlet Witch who didn't resolve her character arc and then literally go back to being a villain 10 seconds later. We're talking about Marvel. We're talking about Marvel. Okay. We're going to stay on Star Wars, right? And we're going to talk about the, the world between worlds next time. 
All right. Let's 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 do it because it's very interesting. We're gonna rewatch the rewatch the episode after Hawkeye. Okay, we'll rewatch the episodes and then we will discuss. All right, so that's what's coming up. Uh, Announcements. So once again, we still have Thrawn. We're gonna get to Thrawn. uh, Talk about his rise to uh, rise in the Empire. Um, We want to thank our patrons, John and Broaxium. Thank you so much. We will be on the podcast stage. We're leaving again. We're leaving town. We're, leaving we're, going, to, we're going to Chicago. Wish us luck. Yeah. We're go- okay. <laughs> we're going to Chicago. Uh, so we'll be there for the weekend. Uh, so check our socials and we'll keep you posted with any pictures, any updates, any celebrity sightings. You know, we'll let you know who's there. So that's going to be exciting. All right. Uh, race to 1,000. We are literally at 970 subscribers. This is we ridiculous. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Okay. Um, we were hoping, 30 people. It's not difficult. We were hoping that we would. We need 30 more people to subscribe. We yeah. need you to just find the 30 people. Why just why find the 30 you? people. Yeah. Why is it so difficult to get to 1,000? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, so this is being. Despite this is drawn people. out. We need all 30 people to out. subscribe your channel. 30 people. Okay. All right. So just anyway. get them all to subscribe. It's not difficult. It's not hard. (laughs) (laughs) All right, new episodes. Did anyone get that? No, I hope not. No new episodes coming soon with Storytime with Maceo. We got a Lego bill um, that we've done, and we're going to put that up there very soon. Redemption of Jar Jar Binks is available wherever you get your your podcasts. It's it's a very good series, six-part series by Dylan Marin. Check it out. Um, I think that's it. Have we missed anything? Yep. Subscribe to our channel. Yes. We please. need the votes. Yes. We need we need the subscribers. Subscribe to our channel. Find 30 people. Find them. Get them to subscribe. Okay. Let's see if we have any final comments before we go. As we're pulling them up, Keith, where can people find us? Thank you, Alex. Have fun in Chicago. Do you plan to do some sightseeing? We hope so. Sure. Um, we have one day, actually. So like I said, I mean, the, the expo is four days. But we do have one day that's free. So we're going to leave that day open. We know a couple of people that actually live in Chicago. We hope to visit them and maybe get in some sightseeing. So, yeah, so we'll, we'll keep you posted on that. Time for Keith to go to the world between worlds or the quantum realm to travel through time to get 30 people <laughs> to subscribe. Let me suit up. How about that? There you go. Wait, wait, wait. I'll just, I'll just do it this way. Yeah, I'll just yeah, do yeah, it that yeah, way. Yeah, just, just use the finger. Yeah, the finger. <laughs> just snap, yeah. This right. is, I I hope you meant snap and not. No, that's what I meant. I, I, no, I, I, yeah. Okay, so where can people find us? All right, time to snap. By the way, okay, I'm gonna snap right after this show. Where can people find us? So you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Our socials are Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Father's Galaxy. Website FatherlessGalaxy.com. Check out our merch store, FatherlessGalaxy.com. Join our Patreon page and please donate at Patreon.com slash FatherlessGalaxy. Check out our YouTube channel, which is where you're watching us right now. Uh, that's it. All right. This was fun, everyone. This was a tough subject, but next week's going to be even tougher. <laughs> well, then next week, hopefully next week, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get the War Between Worlds um, under our belt. All right. So thank you, everyone. Um, Thank you. We appreciate this. We love doing this. So we love having you on the on the live stream. And if you can't make the live stream, just listen to us whenever you can. All right. And leave your comments. We love the comments. I've fallen behind on responding to the comments, but I will catch up. Okay. So until next time.
Take care. We will see you in Chicago.